Welcome to another engaging episode of Black and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 Fox Sports Radio. On today's episode of What Did Tony Do Today? We learn about trust. No, not the ability to believe in another person. Where he hides his money. And who still wants to work for that man? As the clown cries at the MVP arena. <laughs> All right, everybody. How you doing? Good afternoon. I am. Um, I've already. I've, I made two new rules today for my life, guys. I've already broken both of them. Rule number one: Don't argue with people on Twitter who have less than two hundred followers. I'm not an elitist. You know that. I just figure, why am I going to waste my time with somebody that no one else wants to waste their time with? Still felt the need to write back to somebody. Let them know I was never fired by uh, Antonio Brown because I never worked for Antonio Brown. I've never worked for him a day in my life. Never worked. I didn't. I didn't even actually work for the Empire while he was there. Okay, I'm just saying. I worked. I worked for Mike Corda. I worked for Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, and now I work for Fox Sports Radio, 95. Dot Dot Eighty. Well, my God. Um, and I'm working on some heartburn too. <clears throat> um, decided to grab an O Boy for lunch because I'm healthy, uh, and it's shaped like a glizzy, so I felt like it was safe for me. So um, different than a Po' Boy. The O just you know. That's what the. That's what the. It's the chicken in the in the dough. They have in Stewart's now. They're oh from man, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. But I'll find one. out. Have I? Yes, okay. must have. If not, we have not been drunk together in Saratoga. Um, all right. The reason that we're going to break the second rule, which is I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking about Antonio Brown. Not even with the great dramatic soap opera music we opened the uh, show with. You know how hard I had to work for that. You just like recorded it off the beginning of As the World Turns. Go on. <laughs> I there's so much going on today. There's the press conference at four o'clock at the MVP arena where they're going to announce the return of head coach Tomanos. That's he's coming back. He is going to coach the team. I didn't think he would do it, but he's doing it. Uh, so, so you know what, you know, had great success with Manas. Um, we've had, we've had personal back and forth, like, but we always worked well together. So, and, and at the end of the day, I will still call him a friend, whether he calls me one or not. Um, so, you know, good, good luck. To Coach Manas, I hope I hope it's calmer for you this go round than it was your first go round um, with with Tony. The <laughs> so that's one thing. The reason that I just need to kind of talk about the guy is Abigail Rubel, who is a reporter for the Times Union, wrote an amazing article about him. I mean, this I, you I barely know how to read, and I read this whole thing. Um, it's titled, does Antonio Brown really own the empire? Question mark. It's complicated. (laughs) Shout out to Abigail. This is fantastic. I hope she takes this as a compliment. I'm not putting down any of her other work. This is the best piece she's done here since she's working the Camp Little region. It, it, you know what? It's one of those things where as somebody who has truly respected her journalistic integrity, which is, it's just a real, I'm not, I'm not playing. Big J. Dude, she's 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 the real thing. She's the real deal. Um, she's young, so people don't take her as serious as they should. But she's good. She's really good. She gets she gets wind of this trust thing. There was a there was a tweet or a comment um, from Antonio Brown that he doesn't own the Albany Empire. His trust does, and I believe that's actually accurate. I do believe that's accurate. But, like, it's a weird stipulation to make because you're one of the overseers of the trust. The trust does what you want it to do. 
So you own the trust. The trust owns the team. You own the team, right? Or at least 95% of it, the Von Schiller family still fighting to hold their 5%, uh, though he's not making it easy on them. Um, this, The trust, everything about it is amazing to me. So according to documents provided to the Times Union by, by Team Tony, the trust is the team is actually owned by Antonio L. Allah Express Trust Enterprise. You want it again? Uh, Antonio L. Allah Express Trust Enterprise. Okay. Is that just a, an and, alias, a fake name? Help me through this for those well, who haven't he, seen Abigail's he, piece. He allegedly has no personal ownership or control over the team. The trust does. But, like, it's the trust. Is an is actually a piece of another trust, which is the Antonio L. Allah Express Trust, no enterprise. And I'm not I'm not gonna give away everything this article. You she did a great job. You need to read it. But it just it seems it seems very interesting. She speaks to people who, you know, his attorney and, and the the acting president of the team. Um apparently the trust is 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 owned by a foreign citizen named Antonio Ella and apparently Antonio Brown feels as though he's he's not an actual U.S. citizen. He's a he's a foreign national, not a citizen. Told everyone who would listen, and you you sent out you told everyone who would listen, and you you sent out your you told everyone who would listen. And you, you sent out your uh, director of public relations to tell everyone. Like, when I say tell everyone, guys, there's people that I worked with as the media guy for and the team president in the past of the Albany Empire who would call me out of the blue. Hey, his name. We'll call him, who, who is this guy? And I'll be like, I, um, <laughs> say his name. We'll call him uh, Turd Ferguson is his name. Um, um, <laughs> Big hat and all. Yeah, he did the first time I met him. Oh, wow. Um, I'd be like, uh, he, you know, he works for Antonio Brown. Uh, he just called us to let us know that, that Antonio owns a hundred percent of the team and that we shouldn't talk to you anymore. We should talk to him directly. And this is like, well, before anything was done. And I went, what, what did, what were you guys working on? Nothing. He just called us to tell us. <laughs> okay. I go, I go, so let All me right. get this straight. A, a, an individual called you to tell you that you shouldn't talk to me anymore. And the first thing he did was call me. Yeah. Cause he was weird. I was like, okay, cool. Um, that happened a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, not just one time, a lot. Did you just see fake numbers coming up? Like, I mean, they're going to tell me that they can't talk to me, but I might as well be well, a courteous person. Well, and no, tell no. Them. These are people that I've worked with in the area. Oh, like no. these are media people. These are business owners. Oh, these are guys who uh, run, you know, things. These are, you know, this, there was, um, there was, there's a female reporter that I had never spoken to before. So I didn't know her number when it came up. And I and it was from Columbus, Georgia, and I was like, "Oh no, what did I leave? Like when I left Columbus, Georgia, what did I do wrong?" And I so I I answer it, and she's asking me questions, and I go, "I I don't have those answers. You'd have to talk to Turd Ferguson." And she's like, "Yeah, he called and told us not to ask you, but he didn't have any answers." <laughs> um. Yeah. So oh. so all right. So Tony alleges Tony alleges now that he wasn't born in the United States. When all every all the evidence points that he was born in like the Miami area, but he's a foreign national. I also got a report. And this is alleged, alleged that at one of the fine hotels he was staying at, they were forced to ask him to 
whoever was smoking marijuana in his room to stop. At which time they were told by Mr. Brown, allegedly, that he, and this is, it's been tweeted out and it's been told to me a couple times by different people, same exact story. I'm an American hero. I'll do what the bleep I want. Are you a foreign national or an American hero? Because I haven't seen a lot of foreign nationals become American heroes. I know it's, I'm sure it's happened. Dual threat. Yeah. Woohoo. Dude, it's just like when you start reading Abigail's article in the Times Union, and I don't care what you have to pay, I think you can subscribe for like a quarter now. Pay it. Pay it for that article or get it from someone or whatever or do what I do, incognito tab, and you're in. Um, do what you got to do to read it. It's, it's going to be a Netflix special when they finally figure out what he's doing because he's hiding behind different trusts and he's doing different things. I say hiding. That's wrong. I don't know. He, he Maybe he's just figured out. Maybe somebody's advising him in such a way that it's it's smart. Maybe it's smart. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it feels like something like like we're going to see on Netflix. Where like, and that's when it got weird. <laughs> the incognito tab, by the way. Someone just heard that and they're like, is that that easy? That's the best thing someone's going to learn from the show this week's the incognito tab. Not to undercut our fellow media members out there, but keep your phone on incognito for multiple for, reasons. It's good for, yeah, it's good for a couple reasons. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't need that search history coming up at the wrong time. So you would think over the course of the last two days that we would have maybe by Wednesday evening had a little bit more of understanding of what the weekend's going to look like. But today and since this morning and a little bit into last night, we've now found out aliases of people who work in or lived in different countries that may or may not be Antonio Brown. As Ryan on Twitter wrote in, is Ron Mexico involved in any of this? So we've got new aliases. We've here's got a what, trust. Yeah, go well, here's what I think happened. Uh-huh. I think Antonio Brown walked onto the football field as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was hit by Vontez Perfect of the Cincinnati Bengals. He was hit so hard he split into two people. Ooh. There's Antonio Brown. And then, like, in the locker room appeared Antonio Alala. I think it's I think it's what happened. Spoiler alert. Is this the prestige now? <laughs> Could you imagine if this was like a long play by Antonio Brown? The whole time he's the, like like Michael Kane told us <laughs> it was a twin. Five years five years down the road, I would just be a knock on my door, and there'll be two Antonios out there, and they'll go, Hey, sorry we gave you such a hard time, but it, here's what we were doing. And it's like <gasps> Wow! <laughs> Forgiven. That's a good. That's good. Who are you more upset with today? Antonio Brown, the Albany Empire situation that's going on, the associates. I feel like there's somebody else who also is an unidentified potential alias who has upset you a lot today on social media. Uh, you don't have issues with Dove Kleeman today? Oh, I don't really. I, it's more of a like. I feel I just caught shrapnel. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sitting over here doing my thing, and I caught some shrapnel. I think That's we need to explain is. who Dove Kleeman is for those who don't have social media. Do- and I think I'm saying his name right. It doesn't matter I if I am dope. or not. Because is dope. it Dove? I think it's Dove. And I, I don't even feel bad if it's Dove or Dove or whatever because this guy has like a half a million followers on social media, and he's not a real person. Well, we don't know that. He's. This is the greatest catfish of all time. Other sports radio stations have discussed it. That all this guy does is tweet out the most popular news of the day, and he's figured out how to do engagement well enough that he's created this following on social media that now people go to him just to see the biggest story of the day. He figured out his hustle. And I bring him up about LeVac today because Dove, Dove, Mr. Kleeman, 
who we wanted to have on the show today. He has not replied to our request. I don't think he's ever been on a show, has he? I've tried today to have him be no, our first guest. No, no, I mean, like, I don't think he's ever, like, been on any show. No, I think he's like the guy uh, back after this. They're just catfish people who run accounts and don't want to... I don't know if he's re- catfish, though, because he reports. Is he Duff Kleeman? But anyways... He posted a picture of you today. It's got three million impressions. The Dan Lebitard show has now been sharing it on their account. So Levac on social media has had three million impressions because of this viral tweet explaining what's happened with Antonio Brown. And there you are, front yeah. and center of it. We're tied together now, my friends. We're tied together. Yeah, it's like a quick breakdown of everything he's been doing since he got here. But it's from the original press conference. And my big butt standing at the podium. He's sitting there in his fur jacket. I don't know how many, I don't know how many mittens were skinned to make that jacket. Um, looking just thrilled with the world and the trophies in between the two of us. That he'll never win one. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just like, I literally replied to Dove like, this, this is the picture out of all the pictures. This is the one you needed. Couldn't have, <laughs> couldn't have left me out of this one. Couldn't have. The guy just called me fat for eating hot dogs, and now you're putting a picture of me being fat right next to him. And it's damn near side profile. You never take a side profile picture of a fat person. It's a rule. It's a courtesy that the world needs to embrace. That's how I woke up today, with people sending me that picture. It was you who said it first, and then people sent the reply was it, to wasn't it. Wasn't it like, um, wasn't it Rigney? Rigney yes. was Rigney, uh, <laughs> who was uh, one of our friends who he did a podcast, Trav and Rigney. Um, he was like, he basically demanding that Dove come on the show yes. because he used my picture. Our guy, Nick in Syracuse, is a huge Jet fan. He said this. He's like, yo, do you guys know what's going on with Antonio Brown? I want to be like, Nick, yeah, we do. <laughs> it's been our show for two days. I, We're actually, pretty aware what's going on, let's, man. Let's be perfectly honest, guys. Yeah. After reading Abigail's article, we do not know what's going on with Antonio <laughs> Brown. If, if anyone actually knows what's going on with him, it's him. And I don't believe that at this point. Like, this dude, like... The, um, the most interesting man in the world has just looked over at Antonio Brown and gone, I'm I'm listening. <laughs> Our guy Sean just sent in a text and said, which personality burned his feet? <laughs> in the cryo chamber, right? <sighs> man, that sounds that sounds like my boy LLA. That sounds like LLA. <laughs> just wear the slippers and oh socks, man. We've both done it before. It's an insult. He's coming at me. He's, trying to, he's just mocking my daughter's name, Ella. It's LLA. He's trying to... <laughs> He's been after me for years, guys. Long term. Tony's been coming for me for years. Long term storytelling. And you, I, you didn't get this to get by me. You want to be in a Netflix special. I think everybody who does this, uh, now that the success of the 30 for 30s and everything, you want to have a sit down with like the background at one of your. Fa- it could be our friends over at maybe the hideaway. You have the background back there. And there's Levac doing his hit up for the Netflix special. Oh, you know about exactly this. where I'd be sitting. Under right. an orange roof? No, right in front of that giant techie fire logo. <laughs> it's my day job, brother. If I can mix these things together, come on, buddy. No, but like, like this is, you know, why I, I would, I would be in that Netflix special. I would a hundred percent be in it because they would, they would dedicate the time to figuring out what the heck is going on. Like this whole part of it is, this is where I become intrigued. Like I'm no longer angry. I'm no longer like multiple trusts that own other trusts. Um, an attorney who, when when Abigail Rubel of the Times Union said, hey, would you be willing to just send me over, you know, what law firm you work for or anything like that, wouldn't answer. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even actually prove they were an attorney. A director of public relations that when spoken to was told, hey, just to make sure I don't misquote you, I'd like to record this, walked away because he didn't want to be recorded. 
Your job is to do public relations and you didn't want to be recorded. This is, I'm so, like, this is Scooby-Doo crazy. At some point, Tony's going to pull his mask off and he's just going to be like, you know, I was your third grade teacher who hated you all along. (laughs) I wish Abigail would have wrote, after asking to go on the record to this attorney, he yelled out, objection, (laughs) walked away, quote, studied bird law. Cease and bird cyst. What? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, this thing, this is, here's, here's the beauty of this, right? Like, obviously, I'm unhappy with him for the way he's treated people, treated the fans, treated my, treated a team that I put a lot of work into, treated, you know, the fans and, and the players and all that. I'm upset with him over that. How great is it going to be? If, I, I don't know, I think Abigail is, I think she's, she's definitely, she's like early to mid-20s. She's, she's, how great is it going to be if he actually ends up, it turns out he's been doing something really, really wrong and he gets caught because he couldn't shut up while he was while he was taking over the empire and and her hard work and dedication is what catches him and she builds a career off of finding out that Antonio Tavares Ella Brown Fitzsimmons is senior senior sorry the 15th is really like some kind of like international like art thief or something just something great and it's and it launches her career like to a whole nother stratosphere. I hope it does. Oh, she Rooting deserves it. She deserves it. This article today, again, if you get a chance, read it. It's worth it. She does a great job. It's 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 so well written. Like I read it fast. That's how well written it is. It's definitely it's definitely good. it won't be a pest to you at all, my friend. <laughs> Radio transition. Nice. Well done. USX pest control. They are the ones who are going to help you out this this year. I'm telling you right now, um, USX Pest Control is from the founders of Cat's Eye Pest Control and the Cat's Eye Cat Guard Exclusion System, part of the Gagne family of brands, uh, which is the parent company of Cat's Eye Pest Control. And we all we all remember how great they were when they're here. Well, USX Pest Control is them to the next level. To help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaz is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Don't miss Clean Car Month now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get superior coverall tire shine, two for $18. Get details at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This week at Macy's, find great deals on a gift she'll love just in time for Mother's Day. Like fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Lancome, Estee Lauder, Carolina Herrera, and more. Give her a new bag from Coach and Michael Kors, $250 and under. Plus, update your weekday wardrobe with wear-to-work separates, $150 and under. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Great game last night from the New York Knicks as they go ahead and even up the series with the Miami Heat, winning 111-105. to um, Rare that doubtful NBA players, like listed as doubtful, play. Even rarer that two play. But both uh, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson play for the Knicks. 
great game. Jalen Brunson is the truth. Uh, Josh Hart with Jalen Brunson is is maybe how do I put this and not sound completely crazy? It's like if you ordered uh, Jordan and Pippen on Wish. Like it's still Ooh. good. It's still good. They make each other better. They make each other better. I'm not saying that like that level of superstar, but nobody looked at Hart after they both left Villanova and went like this guy could be the two or the three on a team. They were like, hey, he's a, he's a role player. He's good. He's not great. He is. He's a straight up leader on that squad. And I think it's because he's together with Brunson and they work so well together. I'm going to call them the Jordan Pippen comparison there. Let's call them like pizza outside of New York State. Okay. It's not as good. We all know it's not as good. But you throw a couple beers down your gullet and you're having a good time. You feel like you're doing a good thing right there. I was just, I was trying to think of like a a dynamic dude, like LeVac and Gaz. I mean, they're not that good. Um, Tracy and Kevin from the river. There you go. Quinn and Cantera. Doug and Rachel on WGY. Don't forget. WGY's Radiothon, 25th annual tomorrow, 5.30 a.m. to noon. Tommy Corporate in the house. That was so good. Come on. Tommy Corporate. That was so easy. Tommy Corporate in the house. Um, no, and, and again, I know that that was like, it's extreme to put it there, but it's just like, it felt like that. Like, and Randall is, he played a great game. You could tell that, you could tell that neither of those guys were 100%, but they, they looked just like they weren't going to be denied. And it was tight right till the end, you know, but the the threes start falling. Hart was like getting his own rebounds, going back up. Like it was it was a fun, fun game to watch. Um one to one. I'm still scared. I'm still scared. I think you should be. I'll give it more credit. Today's big J journalist day here on Levant Gas, the third sports writer we're giving love to today. Michael Kelly's tweet, I think, was spot on yesterday. He was talking about the game. Hardenstein and Ian Eagle. Relax. You're not a kid who's studying abroad for three months in college. Just overemphasize. Hurdenstein? Hurdenstein? Relax, man. You, you Relax. shut your mouth right now. What do you There's mean? no way on God's green earth that if the Albany Empire, before you go in that booth again, signed a guy named Hartenstein, you wouldn't be dropping it just as hard as he is. As a color commentator, you would be all over. You would, I don't you like would how jump you know all me over. So well. Yeah, I don't like this. That's just a fun name to say. Hurdenstein? Yeah, you would get you would get all like you would be all up in that one. Don't <laughs> don't don't you know don't don't crucify the guy for something you would do. I would never crucify Ian Eagle. He's fantastic. But it was ju- you know why it was bothering me because I'm watching the game on my phone. Uh, my newborn Wes is in the other room, so here I think I'm like real clever, right? I got the Knicks on on the phone. The baby's in the other room. The toddler's going to sleep, and I think I'm being real quiet. Nobody can hear me watching the Knicks in the Heat live. Hardenstein. Come on, easy, Eagle. All right, that, 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 that I'm what, with you. I'm with you. Okay, yeah. It was in my ear. But the point was that Michael Kelly said he was getting too many minutes. And I think that's partially true. Like, you got to do this weird balance between how much is Julius Randle going to play? How much can you lean on the bench? Can Hart and Brunson be the guys who make the big shots when needed? And they did. Now, the point you just had there, you should be worried if you're a Knicks fan. Our guy Jamal is probably the biggest Knicks fan fan we know. I'm sure he'll chime in on this conversation. You can always do that at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, and at W-O-F-X 980 on Twitter as well, iHeartMedia app and everything else, that the Heat were without their impact players. You know, like, should Knicks fan be celebrating today? It's a playoff win. If we... Crossboard comparison, if you're a Niners and Eagles fan, you need to look back at the NFC title game. What's Eagle fan not supposed to celebrate because they beat a fourth-string quarterback? Sorry. Sucks. We won the game. We're not going to play it again. That's how Nick fans should feel today. Sorry. We won the game. 
It says 1-1 in the series now. We're not going to give you a win because everybody who's supposed to be your best players are hurt. Yeah, Nick Vane should be concerned because Miami eventually should get better. Doesn't matter. You won the game, and now you have the series tied going on the road. If, if Jimmy Buckets is out there, do they win? Like, even if he's, what, 60%, 70%, whatever he was, like, do the Knicks still win? That's that's the question you got to ask yourself if you're a Knicks fan. You, you, great point. Not giving the win back. It's mine now. I keep it now. Not, not a poo-poo. Yes. The, the rules. Those are the rules of the rules. Um, but it does, at this point, if you told me before the season started, while everyone was debating whether or not Jalen Brunson was worth the contract and all the hoopla, <laughs> hoopla that the Knicks were going through to get him, if you had told me then they're winning the first round of the playoffs, they're going to the second round of the playoffs, they're going to face somebody that you probably fa- feel favorably about, but they might lose it. I'll be like, you know, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Leon Rose and the crew f- did a good job. I don't know where he is. He's still in witness protection. Still haven't seen him, he, but he did a good job. But now we're diff- it's different now because we've seen what Jalen Brunson is. Julius Randle looks like he's playing in a system that was made for him. You know, Mitchell Robinson's been as close to healthy as we've ever had him as, as a Knicks fan. But the, the heart hurting stain. Uh, you know, for me, it's it's between him and, and Mitchell Robinson. Like, if you if you can balance both their minutes together, you're good to go because those are your big fellas. Like, that's the game that I got to go to. I went to the last regular season game of the year this this year, thanks to Boston Dan. He hooked me up with some sweet sweet tickets. Um, Hertenstein was getting. They were like pulling. He looked like he fought a Wolverine by halftime because he just looked all scratched up. But he just, you know, he didn't even notice it. Like, if you scratch my arm, I'm looking at you. I don't care what, like, I'm defusing a bomb. My hands need to be steady. You run over and scratch my arm. I'm going to put this up. What are you doing? This guy's just like, no problem. Whatever. Things happen. Like, he's a tough dude. And, and obviously, so, is, so is, is Mitchell. This is, those big guys both balance their minutes a little bit. Um. What's, what scares me is, is what's, what makes Tibbs a great coach, play your hits, you know, rotate nine, ten tops because you get your good guys out there. I worry about this time of year when you when you actually have coaches going, yeah, workload management. That's a load management. That's what we did. That's why we're still playing well. And there's no load management for the Knicks. And Butler's going to be – he's got three more days. They don't play till Saturday. That's crazy to me. Jimmy Butler has this personality too. And look, the answer is yes. I don't want to overthink this. If Jimmy Butler's on the court, Miami's better. That should be the answer, plain and simple. The reason I even paused on the thought on Butler taking the court in game three or game four is that he has been such a culture setter of Jimmy Butler's made the heat better. And that statement alone needs to be emphasized because he went to Minnesota and he basically got run out of town and Tibbs and everything else. And he didn't want to be there. He was. Having guys like Carl Anthony Towns not work at his level, at least that's what we heard. Chicago, there's a situation with Jimmy Butler. Philadelphia, like everywhere he has gone, he hasn't been the guy of, oh, I can't wait to have Jimmy Butler as a teammate. He's going to be the best. <laughs> but he shows up to Miami, and everybody embraces him and says, okay, oh, we got to work hard. We're in. Oh, we think we can win games with him? Yep, we're in. They go to the COVID season. They get to the NBA Finals, and it almost happens. They almost win the whole thing. So I bring all that up because if Jimmy Butler's on the court in Game 3 and Game 4, and he's... 75%. I feel like he might be a competitor so much so that he's going to take too many shots and he's going to hurt the offense a little bit because if the Heat win that game last night, let's say the Heat do go up 2 0. And there was a point with about 
well, six, seven minutes left, it looked like momentum was fully swinging their way. Yeah. If they win that game 2-0, no one's rushing Jimmy Butler back. Heat fans sitting there today saying, we're up 2-0. We're going back to South Beach. We've had success before. We're going to let this thing roll out. And Jimmy, we love you, man. You're our leader, but we're in no rush. You got to come back in game three or game four, game five. We got you. We're good, man. We're playing just fine without you. We know you're a star player, but how much of the offense is going to run through an injured player in the postseason? But Nick fan, you got what you needed last night. You got the victory. I called it a must win, and I stick by that. You mentioned that seven-minute mark in the fourth quarter where that was about as even as it gets, and the rebounds and the big shots that they needed went down for the Knicks, and it's been a long, maybe the first time ever in the history of the LeVac and Goss show where you and I are sitting here in May saying the big shots that went in for the Knicks when it mattered most. We haven't said that statement, I think, ever in the history of the show in May. Certainly not when, you know, Carmelo was there. Um, hey, 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 Carmelo <laughs> Carmelo was in the audience last night. He was. He was cheering he was. on the Knicks. He was acting like a, a celebration, like his kid was playing. He couldn't have been happier. You'll, you'll like this. I heard a, a debate this morning that made me angry because they labeled him as Knicks legend Carmelo Anthony. And I like it. The debate was, does he really count as a legend? He was. He was. I mean, he, did he ever do what you hoped he would do? Did he ever win you the championship? No. But, like, he was – people bought a lot of tickets to go see Carmelo play, and he had he had runs for the Knicks that were were super. So he – I'll give him Knicks legend. He's not like I – don't, I don't want to hang the you know his jersey from the rafters or any of that nonsense, but Knicks legend works. It works. If he was the best player for the Knicks at one point, and it wasn't just one point, it was like five to eight years – that's a legend in my book. Well, anything he does is a legend because he went to Syracuse. And I love him if the, so much. If the dude who who like buffs and waxes the floor in between games went to Syracuse, you'd be like, Nick's legend right there. That's that's the guy. You're talking about Tyrone Albright? Is that you're talking about? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> love that guy. My my um I'm having like a weird like, so I got my laptop in here and it keeps telling me that the USB device I plugged in is not recognized, but nothing's plugged into my computer. Uh-oh. So we're going to restart it. Have hope- you been hacked oh, by I could blame Tony's somebody. team? Can you imagine? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, there's definitely some craziness going on over there. Um, all right, so we both called the Knicks last night. Three days rest. Who does the three days rest benefit more? Miami, for sure. You sure? Yeah. Because remember... That wasn't 100% Jalen Brunson. That was not 100% Julius Randle last night. And no team, I, 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 don't have, I don't have this metric in front of me. I'm just going to say this recklessly and, and assume I'm right. I don't think any team starters average more minutes than the Knicks. So I, I would think every bit of rest for the Knicks is the way to live. Miami getting to regroup. Spolster is a better coach, getting the home crowd in front of you, having a competitor potentially take the court, and this is what's so tough in the postseason to see what he's like. And they're still the eighth seed. I like how that's the third thing I listed off. Oh, by the way, they're the eighth seed. Anything that an eighth seed can get to an advantage of in the conference semifinals is in their favor. I would lean towards Miami for that. I would say the advantage is still in their favor. All right. For the rest, I'm talking. Not for the series. If you told me if I had... Who I think is going to win this series after two games. Guys, who do you think is going to win the uh, Knicks Heat series after uh, being tied 1-1 after two games? That's a great question, LeVac. Thank you. I was just, I just, it just came to me. I would take the Knicks. I, I don't hate that. Yeah, but you know what? You told me the Rangers are going to win game seven. I can't trust different you. Different sports. I different can't trust question. you. 
I can't trust you. That's what's what's that's what it's come down to. Um, next time I'm gonna find out your name is Allah something or other, whatever. Todd McCloskey. Todd McCloskey. Gazi Bear. Gazi Bear. Um, yeah, I, I I can't get confident. Like you know me, I'm a homer. Like I my I'm my teams. I will tell you they're gonna win, even if you know. It's the three guys show up for the basketball game, and the, and the other team's got a full roster. Like I'm gonna, ah, but yeah, but you don't realize it's less less space taken up at the urinals. They're gonna be able to go to the bathroom faster. Like I'll come up with a reason they're gonna win. I'm so like just doom stricken by my Knicks fandom. I can't convince myself they're gonna take back home court and win this thing. I just can't convince myself. And I got to tell you, also playing like a three thirty tip in Miami. I've already got reservations in like six places for like 7.30. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's a victory party, but I'm prepared to drink away my, my sorrows in, in the champagne room. You know, 7.30 is a good call in Miami on a Saturday because you and I have spent some time in South Beach. There are certain levels of times you should reserve dinner or nightclub. I think 7.30 in South Beach is more of our price range. If we went to like midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., that is out of our price range. You, I didn't even want to do Miami. Like I've realized, like a couple things have been happening recently that I'm really have forced to accept how old I am. Like you know, I'm 46. I'm not old, old, but mentally I'm becoming old. Like the Miami Super Bowl trip was the first time I realized I was getting old. Because you were like, no, we're gonna go. We gotta walk down here. We gotta go here. We gotta go there. We gotta go. And I'm just like, or or bear with me. This is exciting too. Grab a six pack go to the room, and then sleep and be ready to do a broadcast tomorrow morning at, at like, 8. <laughs> and you're like, what is wrong? And, like, to the point where, like, I think there's only been, like, a few times in this – it's it, it's a partnership, but it's really a friendship. There's only, like, a few times in, in Gaz and my friendship that Gaz has literally gotten angry at me. And one of them was Miami when I was like – I was like, dude, just come on, man. Let's take it easy. And you're like, I'm – I have a kid on the way, and I don't know when I'm getting back to Miami. I'm going out. <laughs> and I was like, you hear me, Dad? <laughs> I'm going out to South Beach with my friend Nick. He'll bring me back fine, I swear. <laughs> I wake up to like 60 missed phone calls. Gaz is in a bush out in front of our Airbnb. I can't see him. He's hammered. It's raining sideways. It might be too soon to preview this, but I will say the the Super Bowl this year in 2024 is in Las Vegas. It is in a... Another very popular party city. I hope, deep down, I have the same attitude I had in 2020 for that Super Bowl, that I want to go out and party in Vegas and have a great time and everything else. I feel like if I had to wager on what my attitude will be in Vegas, I can see myself now being the father of two like I wasn't back in Miami, pouring myself a nice big thing of wine and a cup. (laughs) <laughs> and then turning on the television one Wednesday night and sleeping for 12 hours. And you know what's going to happen. Come on, guys! I want to go out! It's Vegas, baby! Nick is back! Hey. This, this, the boss, the suit will come. The suit we were with now runs like everything in a different affiliate. I got to tell you right price. now, Gazi Bear, I'm up two grand on the slots and I'm about to hit the tables. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's go! You know it. That's gonna be, it's going to be a complete reverse. That's, that's what we're going to do. I can feel it. I can feel the energy building already. And that's if we even get to go. I mean, you haven't been able to get us credentialed for anything in like two years. <clears throat> you got to stop getting my wife pregnant. It's on me <laughs> or whoever it was. <laughs> uh, one of us has to stop. <laughs> uh, it is LeVac Goss. <laughs>
Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, Um Guys, yeah. since we're talking about uh, you know sleeping, air quote, let me tell you why I sleep so well now, why the energy's back, why I have the energy to hate on everything like an old man yelling at a cloud in my yard. <laughs> it's because I gave my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa a call, 518-885-6185. I don't know that number. I just, whenever I say Dr. Fred Dreer, I instantly remember 518-885-6185. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's bad. Um you can feel it in your sleep, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's why. And and it's a mouthpiece, right? So I know everybody, like, everybody always wants to ask me how the mask is. I don't have a mask. I won't use a mask. Um, I've had other people, like, call me and go, have you considered surgery? I don't have to do that because the mouthpiece works so well. It's a custom-made mouthpiece. Doc Dreer and the team over the Integrative Sleep Center uh, have have studied and studied, and and they've found the perfect solution and it works so good. Mine's even got a little bump on the front because I grind my teeth, so it keeps me from grinding my teeth together. It's it's really, really great. It took me about a week, maybe, maybe, I would almost say two and a half weeks, I got really comfortable with it. Now I just, I, I fall asleep without it in, I wake up because I like I don't sleep as well. It's that easy as calling Dr. Fred Dreher. That's all you have to do. They'll walk you through the rest. They'll work with your insurance company. They'll help you out every way they can because that's who they are. Doc Fred Dreher is just a great guy. Lorian and everybody in the office agree with a smile. They're, they're, they're friends now. They're friends now. I mean, they're helping me sleep, so they have to become my friends. Dr. Fred Dreher and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, 518-885-6185. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Hi, hon. Want to tag along to the grocery store with me? Ah, yes. The voice of the Capital Region sports fan. I'm just getting all these like random texts and stuff and theories now. We appreciate everyone <laughs> chiming in, whether it's social media, whether it's on the iHeart app where you have that microphone right there. I actually have the page pulled up right now. I'm very nervous about not editing these. Well, at some point, LeVac, we got to play some of these calls we've got on the app. But everyone's reaching yeah, out. How again. Do you do that? Like, you got to teach yeah. me how to do that. Oh, yeah. I'll actually, you. by teaching me how to do that, I mean don't so that you have to do it and I don't have to work. Please. <laughs> And also, the phone lines are open to you at the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Anytime you want the Elevation 10,000 phone lines, elevate your brand, get your voice heard on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. The number, 518-690-0980. Save that in your phone, 518-690-0980. The Elevation (laughs) 10,000 phone lines, elevate your brand today. Is that a different number than you gave me before? I hope not. I feel like that's a different number. You think that's a different number? I don't know. I Somebody hope. call it. 518-690-0980. There was a number I put in our show sheet today, and then it got deleted. Then I put it back in. So I was, I'm telling you right now, yeah. there was an old, there was a different number you gave out. I swear. Really? In the first couple of shows. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was, I could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. I'm old, and, okay. I, and I am dyslexic. I'm nervous. I wonder if somebody's cell phone's going to light up in some minutes. Um, Hello? <laughs> is this Levac and Gus? <laughs> no, it definitely great. works. Now it's all like a Christmas tree over here. So that did work. Thank you for those trying to call in. I don't call know. Call answer. No, I don't, wanna, I don't want to answer. Um, well, I'm also telling somebody something. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is so crazy because there's there's a lot going on today, obviously, locally and stuff. And we're, uh, you know, there's a there's a big press conference for the Albany Empire at 4 o'clock. We're, we're excited to have the return of, uh, of Coach uh, Tom Manas to the area. I don't mean to ruin the press conference for everyone, but that's what it's about. And um, <clears throat> just a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of crazy a lot of crazy crazy stuff going on. Um, 
I can't read any of this. I know. I, I was going so fast. You threw the phone line out there. I want to take this one on two, though, Levac. I'm okay. going to go to two because some people have been asking about this person on number two. It is Wednesday now. You don't have to say number two, by the way. Well, you're going to Because, like, number two means they could see it and they can't see it. You can just be like, I'm going to take this one. There's a reason I did that because on the phone line is our number two, Corey in Greenwood. Whoa! Hello, Corey. Oh, my God. <laughs> is, is, is this... This is not Mel and... This is not this is not Rick and Dave. No, no, no. no. Hey, hey, this is hey, the hey. guy. Keep, uh, yo, is this is this Steve from from Saugerties? Like we don't say other people's names to you, Corey. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi, Hi Corey. Hi guys. Corey, what would you like to ask us about here on Fox Sports Radio? Where none 95-9. of those people have ever worked. None of them. Well, uh, since you're talking about basketball uh, games last night, I want to talk about my team, uh, Feed the Beast. Feed Anthony Davis and see what happens. I mean, he looked good. The brow looked good. The Beast is the worst nickname ever for for Anthony Davis. It should be like the part-time Beast. Because when he wants to be a Beast, he is. I thought it was the brow. Who was calling him the Beast? He is. Corey is. Right. But like, he's a big dude out there. They can't stop him. He is good. He's a big dude out there. They can't stop him, but he can. Like he, Every once in a while, he gets the Jay Cutler disease where he just doesn't care what else is going on around him in the world of sports. You know what helped your Lakers yeah, last night, Corey? Here's what helped your Lakers you last night. That Jordan Poole shot a shot from about 30 <laughs> feet. He shot it from your farm. It was the cows. You just lost. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Was it a bad shot? Yeah, it was a terrible shot. You got... St- so that helped out your Lakers last night with Poole acting like a fool out there. Oh, that rhymed. That was hey, good. hey, give some credit out there. It was LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis show and a little splash of Reeves. <laughs> a little just a splash, just 10 points worth, huh? No, it, listen, it's the, the NBA is more fun when, when LeBron's still out there playing. Um, what, when did you become a Lakers fan? Have you always been a Lakers fan? I've always been a Lakers fan. I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of Kobe Bryant. I was a big fan of Robert Ory, uh, Derek Fisher show. And you got like 16 favorite NFL teams, so we'll, we're looking forward to that part of the two, game. Two, two. All right. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Corey. You've learned the lesson. I got yeah. two. I got Green Bay at the East, yeah. and I have the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you playing quarterback for them this year? <laughs> I might have to, uh, unless we're just uh, – Crossing the fingers, hopefully. Uh... Corey, I'm hanging up on you. Goodbye. <laughs> That's Corey and Green. Bye, Corey. He's we got, missed you, buddy. He can't sit on the line like he used to. Okay. Listen, it's, you know. It is, it is. You, if, if he hadn't said stuff from our old station, yeah. you would have let him stay Of course I would have. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's two minutes in the box. Hopefully, Justin and Troy, Justin, a new call. We, we're used to Corey and Greenwich. We're not used to Justin and Troy here. Right. Justin and Troy is joining us. I want to talk about the next. Justin, go redhead, man. Hey, fellas. What's going on? Glad to hear you back on, uh, back on the radio there. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate you. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so big Knicks fan here. Uh, was texting back and forth with a buddy of mine uh, from the Lakers. He's a big Lakers fan. He's if he could have Jul- uh, Julius Randle and Josh Hart back, he said he wished. So definitely good good additions on the team there. And uh, we're hoping for uh, Knicks uh, Lakers championship there. Make the, make the trip out there. <laughs> I'm in. If that's the case, I, I know Justin. Justin's my he's my printer guy. Oh, shout out to yes. Justin. <laughs> I was going to go under my alias, <laughs> Copier J. But oh, let me tell you, Copier J is going to start jumping to the head of the phone line. You're talking about elevate your brand. That Copier <laughs> right. J is the brand. Are you kidding me?
Elevation right, 10,000 wants to hear it. Jay from now on when right. I call in. Right. <laughs> I, I like that, Yeah, Lakers-Knicks would be a heck of a trip, and I'll, I'll stow away because I know Gaza is going to really get it for us. So. Well, I'll tell you this thing, uh, road trip, fellas, if that happens there. so Ooh. and uh, I don't know if I can last past midnight, though, but we'll try. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's all right. And, and if you snore, I'll hook you up with the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot. Look what I did there. They're going to sponsor the trip. I am actually trip. going there on Monday, Monday yeah, morning. There, I have an Jay. appointment. So. Look at that. Yeah. That's awesome, yep. man. All right, good for yeah. you. All right, brother. Well, it's yeah, good to hear from you, man. Oh, go ahead there, brother. Hey, good, good talking to you guys. <laughs> there you go. Copier J has now been renamed thanks to Elevation 10,000, <laughs> Elevate Your Brand. He's hitting up the Integrative Sleep Center. He wants a Knicks-Lakers final. That's what I'm loving about this. The voice of the Capital Region sports fan. That's all good stuff right there, LeVac. I got to tell you, I might just have to start giving my Venmo out. I mean, if people are going to listen that closely, we got to <laughs> get this done. Um, now, Lakers-Knicks would be – like. <laughs> you know what's weird? I don't really see a matchup that like is just guaranteed ratings more than that one. Like, if, is is that like LeBron? Even though this is not the best Lakers team we've seen in the last what five six years, it sadly is the best Knicks team we've seen in the last like twenty years. But they're still not like a top marquee talent team as far as the NBA goes. Knicks Lakers would be the best ratings that you could possibly get out of this thing, right? Yeah, it, it would be. I just feel weird with that conversation now. And I know you and I have had it a lot about, you know, for the finals, what do they want to root for? What do you want to have happen there? A lot of times it's just been the superstars. We've seen that in the past. Like, if you wanted the Bulls with Jordan, you wanted the Bulls with Jordan. Like, we got the teams, Lakers with Kobe and Shaq and everything else. I did find it fun having new teams in the NBA finals, though. Like, this is sort of a new wave of teams that are successful. For a long time, the Warriors were never in it and kind of built some stars. The Heat, but a whole different version of the Heat. The Suns were in the finals not too long ago. I think I'm enjoying the parody in the NBA more than I am the traditional powers making it. Knicks and Lakers, to your question, yes, that'd be the highest rated finals. But I'd be cool if the Nuggets got in. Like Eventually, at some point, the Nuggets got to break through with the MVP and this roster and a conference finals not too long ago. The Sixers... I know that's a far bigger market, but Philadelphia hasn't been. There are some teams that in 2023, this playoff run, that feel like this is the year to finally break through. The reason I love the idea of Knicks-Lakers, A, obviously I'm a Knicks fan, so that's awesome. Lakers, one of the, the hallmark franchises of the league. To have that happen, and this is not me you know, touching the money, this isn't me touching the cup. The reason I love it is that would mean the Knicks would have to get past their rivals, the Heat, their rivals, the Celtics, probably. I mean, maybe. I mean, that I, I think the Celtics, or or through Embiid and Harden, which you know the talk is going to be ridiculous in that series. But there's a, the scenario of the Knicks, Heat, Knicks, Celtics, Knicks, Lakers. Like, if you're a Knicks fan, you can't draw it up better than that, and, and and actually be competitive in every series. Obviously, you have to win two to get to the last one and be competitive. But like, that's that's fun. That's crazy fun right there. For a long time, Knicks fans felt like they couldn't catch a break with the superstar getting injured, with the big-time signing not working. If things continue to line up the way they are, it's a really good matchup in the opening round against Cleveland. You've got this situation. You avoid Milwaukee in the second round because of the heat upset. You could get Philadelphia with Embiid's status, not what Sixer fan had hoped for. I would still say Boston's in control of that series, although Game 2 might we'll talk about that more in the top 4-4 four four coming up. That could be a different thing. But I would say the matchup would be more favorable for New York if it is Philly with an injured Embiid, of course. So there you go, Knicks fan. You could get 
less than 100% of every matchup. It feels a lot more March Madness-y for the New York Knicks of, oh, I didn't see this 12 beating a 5 and a 9 seed being in the Elite Eight. Doesn't matter. Just got to play who's in front of us. I don't care about your... UConn's looking around like, don't care. We beat everybody by 20. They're not taking the championship away. But Boston, remember, I know we're just in all those scenarios. The Celtics, you liked them last year. I like them this year. They're still the team to beat right now for me in that Eastern Conference. Yeah, I I mean, I think it was Cowherd. Yeah, I heard I heard Cowherd. A the other show day. we can talk about, Corey, <laughs> on he, Fox Sports, which you know I've always loved. I've, I've always been a Cowherd fan. I think he's the master. He's the master of the monologue. I don't know if anybody's a better monologuer than he is right now in in talk radio. Um, he was pointing out he likes everything the Celtics do. He doesn't love anything they do, which when you hear it at first, you're like, yeah, but they've you know Tatum and they got the, and. It, but then you start thinking about it, and you're like, God, they do. They just they just feel like a quality basketball team that doesn't ever touch the needle all the way to greatness. That's what they feel like. Where, like, the Knicks are, they're good. And then they overachieve. They'd have to really overachieve to get to the finals. Let's not get crazy. They would have to really, really. They're going to have to overachieve to get out of this, uh, this round because uh, you lucked out, air quote, lucked out. You got Miami instead of Milwaukee, as you pointed out. But you got to get past it. You just really, like, there ought to be some crazy happen to get through there. That's fun no matter what. The Celtics is like, oh, it's expected for you to be here. And then it's kind of expected for you to fall on your face. It's kind of expected. So, like, I, as much as I want to see the marquee teams and Lakers Celtics for, like, you know, stirring the echoes of the NBA, there isn't a better recipe than that. To your point, I just don't want to see the Celtics lose in the NBA Finals again. I really just don't want to see any Boston team in a championship round, but I, that's the that's where I'm at. It's, just, it's right there. I don't know. Very, very crazy. Uh, it is LeVac and Goss. It is uh, sports, <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, uh, 95.9, 980. I'll learn the thing eventually, and uh, we will. Uh, we'll, Not 4-4, we'll, four, you ready? Yeah, I know. Right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I just had somebody message on like, a, on like a message board for um, for the Albany Empire. Uh, quote, Scooby-Doo crazy, end quote. From some anonymous glizzy lover. <laughs> yeah. Top four of four is coming up next. <laughs> Everybody needs an edge. The other guy is working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low historically, and individual T levels in men decline 1% every year with age. There's a new champion of natural testosterone boosters, and it's called CHOC, C-H-O-Q. 100% natural herbal extracts with game-changing effects on your energy, mood, and focus. Chalk Daily's main ingredient has been clinically studied to... Your free iHeartRadio app could put $5,000 in your pocket. No way! Are you kidding me? Open your app and search the station to be instantly qualified for the cash. Yay! Thank you so much. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all the music, radio, and podcasts you love. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Four biggest stories. Four, I jumped the gun. Four biggest stories in the world of sports. Somebody asked me how the show's been going. I'm like, I am super rusty. Super rusty. No, no, no. You've been fine. The show's been great. Corey threw Corey has derailed the show. <laughs> Corey, Corey doesn't know where he is. That felt natural. That felt natural for Corey to derail the show. Though. Yes. That's it. That's, that's why I hung up on him. That's his MO. People have been waiting for Corey and Greenwich to call in. Like, hey, is Corey going to be a part of the show? Is Corey going to call in? Which we appreciate. That's awesome that people have Corey. that connection with Corey and comes out and supports us. 
I love that kid. He is awesome. Couldn't ask for somebody better. He tried derailing uh, the show, and we stopped him. He's but trying, he's, he's trying to. He's, he's still trying to do it behind. He, he buttered me up a little bit. Oh. He goes, he goes. I said those names because you guys have heard me call those shows. I go, but they're our competition, you goober. He wrote back, not anymore. You guys are the top. No competition. It's a good save right there. That's a good job, good Corey. Save. Good save, Corey. Corey really Greenwood. Well done. We winning us back. Um, but that is not one of the top four stories in the world of sports. It's four. Time for I mean, you know what? No, new one. Four. We need a golf club. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Top four. Let's go. A lot, a lot of baseball stuff here in the fourth biggest story. We've already got one final on a Wednesday. The Mets lose to the Detroit Tigers 6-5. to five. Everyone's all excited about Max Scherzer. Grr, Scherzer. Grr. He's pitching tonight, by the way. It's a doubleheader. So that's a 6-40 first. What happened? What happened? Why are you growling at him? It was a Tiger. Well, he used to be a Tiger. Yeah. Now he's a Mets. Grr. Tiger. <laughs> Doubleheader, Mets, Tigers, 640. Again, Detroit takes game one. More action set for, More action set for tonight as the Yankees host the Guardians at 705 for his pitch. Grr. Bieber on the mound for Cleveland. What? And then Boston, the Red Sox, our coverage here on your home for the Red Sox. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. 7-10 first pitch. Our coverage gets underway at 610 as they host the Blue Jays. Don't forget tomorrow, a special edition of of the Red Sox pregame shows. It starts at 5.10. So, yes. Nope. Tomorrow. Nope. For the first time ever Mm-mm. in Not the history it. of the LeVac and Goss show, Not gonna do LeVac it. will be hosting a Boston Red Sox Mm-mm. pregame show. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let's focus on the Mets and the Yankees, though, on Mm-mm. this one with all love to the Red Sox. A doubleheader for the Mets. The Tigers aren't the competition they're hoping for. Scherzer playing against his old team is a fun storyline and his impact for the season. As for the Yankees, Going up against Bieber, one of the still one of the best arms, in my opinion, in the American League. That's a tough matchup for the Yankees. Posing and the Mets, they want to win the World Series. Scherzer's got a big part of it going forward. I just, I, I, you shouldn't keep the last name Bieber. Like, once Justin Bieber became a thing, you should have changed your name. Retire the whole last should've, name. Should have just Whoa. changed it all. Because it's ruined. It's it's ruined. Um, how, how can you expect the Mets to be good right now? You mentioned some injuries. What They, they had um, three postponed games in four days. They had to play a doubleheader against the Braves, which they split. Now a doubleheader against the Tigers because you got to squeeze these in. You're not going back to Detroit. Like, the, I know it's 162 games. You expect some craziness. You expect some things to happen. But let's let's be let's be clear here. Let's be let's be clear. That's crazy. That's a lot of crazy to have to deal with. So the Mets just got to get through this, get healthy. They'll go on a run. They'll be good to go. Max Scherzer is a Hall of Fame pitcher, too. And he's going to, when it's all said and done, he's had a fantastic career. Everything he's done for the Washington Nationals and more. You would think, like, if this was 2015, my comment of the Mets need Scherzer to win the World Series would seem totally obvious. And people who follow baseball think it's obvious. Not with that roster anymore. Like, even when Max Scherzer, I bet, signed with New York, he didn't think, you know, in 2023, I got to be the guy. Like oh, he 100%. Rely- you think so? Oh, him? Have you seen the way he is? I know he's a madman on the mound. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a room that Max Scherzer has walked into where he didn't think he was the best pitcher in the room or didn't at least think he needed to be the best pitcher in that room. He's got he's got that dog in him, as they would say. Like he's 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 not going to ever be the guy who goes, "Hey, I don't have to throw my best because, you know, Verlander's tomorrow." No, he's I need to win right now for this team. I need to be the guy. All those things that you use right there, though, to describe Scherzer can be the same adjectives to describe Justin Verlander. 
Yeah. You know, Verlander, all that stuff. Years yep. ago, I'm like, you know what? Verlander's going to win the World Series with Houston. He's going to retire, call it a career. And a baseball writer who I won't say the name of because he also works for a different company. And I said, Gaz, you're out of your mind. Verlander Sorry. has. Sorry, he said, he said Gauze. Goose or Gaz. Thank you. That's a good inside joke there. That the 40 year old Verlander would not retire. And he has that same competitive fire in his belly as well. Well, speaking of pitchers, we move on to story number three here. Number three. I almost looked over the Yankees with Bieber, but maybe this is a name the Yankees should consider bringing on. This guy has been out of baseball for almost two years, but he returned to the mound in Japan yesterday. That is Trevor Bauer, who hasn't pitched since his L.A. Dodger days. Seven hits and seven innings, one run, nine strikeouts, and 98 pitches for Trevor Bauer in the Hiroshima Toyo Carp 4-1 victory over a crowd of 33,000 there. Trevor Bauer said he felt great after returning to the mound, felt normal, good, command, velocity, results, everything good. Levac, we know the situation of Bauer. Your own boy. I've missed that. For those who don't know, we have a drone boy nickname for Trevor Bauer. Do you he think cut he... his finger open with it? He's playing with drones instead of being ready. And that was like, now everybody's got a drone. Like, he, he went and got a drone when they weren't cool. And the more we learn about him, I'm positive it was to look into people's bedroom windows. Like, he cut his finger on a drone and, and, like, was was basically ineffective when needed the most. Uh, so he is he will forever be Drone Boy. Are you asking me – are you about to ask me if the Yankees need to look at Drone Boy? Two-part question. One, do you think Bauer returns to Major League Baseball in his career again? And two, is the Yankees the best fit? Um, he, he, Is he still really talented? Then, yes, he's going to be coming back to Major League Baseball. Um, are the Yankees the best fit? It all depends on the contract for me, to be honest with you. But I, you know what? Actually, no. The answer is flat no. He has a history with Garrett Cole. They don't like each other. They never have. You don't want to upset the apple cart. Cole's the only thing you got going for you right now. He's your stopper. He's he's the best starting pitcher you have by a long shot. He's paid he's paid thusly. So I wouldn't mess with that. Um, however, if there were some kind of mea copa between the two of them, and all of a sudden they were able to get along. Why not bring in an aging diva athlete to save the day? I've never seen one of those blow up a team before. The Yankees are not a good fit for Bauer. Too much to deal with. Do I think he'll get back to Major League Baseball? Yes. Here's the two teams that jump out to me. One in the American League and one in the National League. The one in the National League is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Who would have ever guessed that here that the Pirates were the top team in the NL Central? And Bauer can play this and say, okay, look, Pittsburgh stinks. Not anymore. And I'm the reason why this team had a playoff push. I'm the reason they made a postseason run. You bring in an arm like Bauer who can get outs and go against these big lineups in the National League. Bauer can reevaluate his contract and say, look what I could do for a contender. If you want to be a franchise, then go all in. That can sell well in the offseason in baseball. The team on the American League almost makes too much sense. Isn't it the Tampa Bay Rays? You want to talk about analytics and numbers and styles and different baseball and a first-place team. The math and the nerd ball that could be potential with Jerome Boy on the mound for Tampa, it feels like it makes too much sense for him to go to Tampa. I I don't feel like Tampa's the team that brings a guy like this on, though. Not talent-wise. Everything you said talent-wise. Like, like, let's be clear. The problem with Trevor Bauer is not his ability to pitch. As weird as he is, the weird warm-ups, the weird everything, nobody looks at him and goes, that guy just can't pitch. They look at that guy and go, he's an absolute bleeping head case. So does, does he fit in a scenario where 
you know, there's nobody like that. Like their their stars are like Trevor. I know Glassnow's on the IL, but like guys like Trevor Glassnow, stuff like they, they're not Tyler Glassnow. I'm sorry, they too many too many T names. They're not the kind of team to have these guys. Like Blake Snell, it was almost like they drove him out of town, and he was good, but he was you know saying stupid things while while twitching video games. Like I don't think they're the they bring that locker room mess in. Rona, bro. Rona, bro. Remember that yeah, guy? Yep. Ain't getting the Rona, bro. Number two, Boston, Philly. I would, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you this right now. I would say Yankees before Rays. Oh. I think Yankees would take a swing at them before the Rays would. Interesting. Number two, Philadelphia 76ers take on the Boston Celtics tonight. Tip-off set for 8 o'clock in Boston. Celtics trailing Philly in this series 1-0. Philadelphia... We know what's going on with them. No Joel Embiid in game one. The impact of what it could be for the rest of the series still remains in question, I think is the fair way to present that. In fact, we did this yesterday with the Knicks trailing at home in a series. Boston in a similar spot as the Knicks were yesterday. You need to even up the series before it flips back to the city of brotherly love for game three. Yeah, I think so. Because, again, Embiid's going to play too. So this is a double win for you if you get this W. Not only do you get the series tied and everything like that, you're not you're not an O2 deficit. You beat them with their dude. Like there's you saw Harden coming, but you could always say, like, I didn't think Harden had that left in him. We were ready for you tonight. We slapped you around even with him beat on the court. That's a double win. That's that's a that's the the coveted moral victory on top of the victory that no one says counts. He also was named the MVP today. And that's been a debate that's raged on for about two and a half months. Maybe or maybe not. You listening might be happy that Levac and I haven't had to yell about the NBA MVP debate. It feel like it feels like that debate has become useless with a lot of people who cover the sport because now it feels like, hey, I made a prediction in October and I'm so stubborn. And I'm talking to the NBA media. I'm so stubborn to get this right. No matter what happens during the season, I'm sticking with my guy. It felt like that with Greek Freak, great player. Felt like that with Derrick Rose's season we won in Chicago. You and I have had this discussion about the NBA MVP for a long time. For those who haven't heard it before, Levesque, you used to say something about a certain guy who was called the king in the MVP in the NBA. Oh, I mean, is he playing? Yeah. Is, is LeBron playing? Yeah. If he's playing, then he's the MVP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, it, it never, the problem with the MVP voting, I feel, a lot of times, especially if the media is involved in it, is everyone wants to prove they're smarter than the other guy. Yes. You 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 vote for the Heisman. I feel like that's perfect because you don't get to tell anybody who you voted for before and all this other stuff, whatever. But like, even when you tell me who you voted for, it's, I'll give you the credit of it's not like, well, people don't understand how important this is. It's like, no, this dude was the best, so I gave this dude the award. There's a lot of these, these these MVP voters are like, well, sure, of course, you're going to want to give it to Embiid or Jokic. But, but realistically speaking, the MVP was Steph Curry. And it's like, well, wait, okay, well, why? You know, and it's like, well, because you didn't think he was. Like uh, The NBA media is the only one that feels like they're actually doing themselves a favor. Like, you know, if I vote for somebody else, I have a better story this week. You know, if I make this case for this athlete who's doing X, Y, and Z, it's actually going to make my job easier. No other sport covered it. And Bede's been really good. Probably if we sat down and crunched the numbers and looked at it and we had to sit on somebody, it would be LeBron, Steph, and if we're getting fatigued like some voters do, sure, give Embiid. Guess what? If you're the MVP, 
We're about to find out tonight. I always get a little nervous about big men battling injuries, especially Embiid, who's been having injuries since basically, what, year two and a half when he entered the NBA? Like Odin Zion-like? All right, we'll go to number one. I wrote here for the number one story because, believe it or not, we do prep for the show. I wrote, new Albany Empire dot, 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 everything? So since you and I last spoke, there's now a new quarterback, new head coach, mm-hmm. uh, a, new wide receiver. What did I miss? There's a 4 o'clock press conference oh. that, that Antonio Brown has not shown up for yet. It's 4.15. <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast side, okay. Uh, it's interesting. Oh, man, he's, he, he's, he does what he wants. You can't say he doesn't do what he wants. Um, all right, what's new with the, with the Albany Empire? Um, I, all reports are they've signed quarterback Roland Rivers. He was, um, he was like the D2 Heisman kind of deal. Um, I've seen his film. Guy's lights out. He's a, he's a super special athlete. I don't know what he brings to the indoor game. We'll all find out together. But when you're looking for a quarterback at this point in the season, to land a guy like that is impressive. Good job by uh, head coach Tom Manas, who is back. I guess that's what the four – maybe because we all know. That's why they're taking their time coming out um, for the press conference. But um, they're gonna they're signing guys from Miami. I saw that on Instagram. A lot of 305 in the house. Looked like they grabbed like – four skinny 14-year-olds off the street and put Empire jerseys on them. But, hey, that might work. I don't know. Dolly. Pitbull somewhere is excited. What do do I know about winning in arena football? I mean, really, 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 what do I know? Just have a shelf of rings. Um, I'm both flex. You have them, too. You have the same ones I have, right? All three? Yeah. There you go. So, listen, a lot of change. Very interesting to see how it takes place. I want to see how it pans out. I was really, really, really hoping they were actually going to show up on time. I was really hoping because I know, like, I know how my, I know, I know the media and how much they want to, like, they want to take on this team now. They want to be a part of it, especially because with with the lightning rod, how crazy that it is. But uh, no, no, it's Tony doing Tony things. Point five, point five, and we can go back and watch this. Point five, Jeff Levac references during the press conference today. Under. Will you get? Under. Under. You don't think you'll get mentioned? Oh, no. Yeah, no way. It's not possible. Because, again, remember, Tom Manas has blocked me (laughs) on Facebook. Tony has blocked me on Twitter. (laughs) I had to ask Mike Corda the other day, the, the, you know, the the OG of the team, the guy who who did everything under under God's creation to bring them back and to make them a championship team. I had to go, I go, is it me? Am I just the Am I am I the the butthead? Like is it? And I see the hold her word, and he just went, "Yep." And he walked out of the room. You went full Taylor Swift. Oh, was it it's well, me? Was the, Hi, I'm the problem. It's yes. me. Was it? Wasn't it? Um, that um. Oh man, that one dude. The, there's a gif out there. The one dude from that show you liked. That's like, office? is it me? Am I the drama? Like, <laughs> I mean, I am. But yeah, so it might be me. But Jeffy Drama from Entourage. Yeah, not Johnny Drama. I, I gotta tell you that that's this is this is just it's bad for him, man. Get your press conference on that. Look, the layout looks great. They took over the 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 field setup. They took over the floor of the MVP arena. But uh, no, I, everything I'm seeing is it hasn't started yet. So um, yeah, so lots have changed. This has got to be driving the old man nuts. Tom Manas, he does not like being off schedule. I'll give him all the credit in the world on that. That dude, you give that dude a schedule, he want that's you said four. Four, so he's got to be going. He's got to be just twitching somewhere in a corner, just twitching. Uh, it is. 
<laughs> we'll see which, what comes in the press conference. Which actually makes me laugh again. I'm going to be honest with you. But, yeah, if it, if it, if it happens. I, I have a theory as to why it hasn't happened yet. I want to wait until – got to be careful on, on venting this theory. Okay. But I have a theory on why it hasn't happened yet. Maybe I'll tell you next. How's that? Does that sound good? All right, but before you do that, yes. USX, our friends over there – Please, let's yes. talk about that. Uh, look, Levac, the moment happened. I walked into my house. I told my wife about our new partnership, and she looked at me, excited, very <laughs> looking forward to what was going to happen in the future. I can't believe it. This is the moment. Proposal. That was supposed to be your reaction. <laughs> Not this. I cannot wait for Maybe these guys you... to show up and do everything at our house. Levac, I know you've got a partnership with Dave and everybody else, and now here at Fox Sports 95.9 and 980, we're looking forward to you listening right now, having them be a part of your home for the future this upcoming spring and summer. See, the thing is, you proposed the wrong thing before. You should have you should have proposed that you would bring in USX's pest exclusion system. It's a permanent chemical-free solution to your rodent and wildlife problems which means it's safe for your family and your pets. You, if you proposed that from the beginning, that you were going to have USX pests come through and you know put these these like steel uh, dividers in, they just go and they close off where the where the siding meets your house, and they poured concrete around part of my foundation where there's a crack, and they went up in the attic and they put a door so the bats would leave on their own and then not be able to get back in. They did all that for me, and that was the old version of this. I cannot wait to see what the modern technology that USX Pest brings to the table. Schedule your free inspection today at usxpest.com. Hi, I'm Kyle at Blindster.com. At Blindster, we offer over 50 different custom window treatments, including faux wood blinds and shutters, all at prices less than retail. Plus, we'll send you free samples before you buy. Don't hire an expensive pro. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. Hi, hon. Want to tag along to the grocery store with me? Sure, but I just filled up the car with gas. And with those prices, yeah, we got to be careful with groceries. It's crazy. All the basic staples have gotten so expensive. But good news. Tina told me about this great app called Upside that pays you back big time just for using it. She said with the Upside app, she earned serious cash back on groceries and gas. Wait a minute. Are you saying that we can actually get paid back real cash when we use the Upside app to buy gas and groceries? Yep. Tina said they made around $200 already. Whoa, finally something that pays us back money instead of costing us more. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas and groceries. Cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code MORE22 to save an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. Remember, use code MORE22 to save an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. Cash back is not available on gas in New Jersey, Wisconsin. Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. And it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. You know... You're, you're, uh, 
How old is Rex? How old is your oldest now? He will be three, believe it or not, in June. Wow. And then you, you the new newborn Wes, Wes, your kids seem to like grow like weeds. Is Wes already like walking and driving? Oh, he's a tank. <laughs> Absolute tank. The unit is that the term now? Kids call it the guess, unit yeah. built. Um, so <laughs> I uh, I had a moment. The reason I can make this joke is my my daughter is, is extremely intelligent. She's she's a great kid. She's going to be a nurse now. That's that's the path she's decided to walk, and I'm thrilled because it gets her back in my zombie survival team. I needed a medical person. In a second. What? Well, because like my brother, I my brother was in because my brother my brother is a nurse. He works for hospice now, which is very very great career. He, he's very good, but like he's gonna he's gonna push back on some of my decisions. So I want, so I can, if she gets her nursing degree, now I add her to my zombie survival team. I can boot him out the second he, he opens his mouth and I still have somebody who can take care of our medical issues. So it's not about her future payroll or becoming more of an independent young woman or advancing her career for decades to come. It's more about the zombie survival team. Well, I mean, all those other things are, you know, they go on set. I would think you wouldn't even need to whatever. I just, you don't have a zombie survival team. You got two small kids. What are you gonna do when the zombie apocalypse happens? So, so give me the roster here. What's it look like? So your brother's out. My brother's out. Your daughter's now in. In. Um, her They're... boyfriend is in. You know, big kid. He's Whoa, strong. Oh, that's a good compliment. Well, I, what am I gonna do? She's. You know, I don't want to. I don't want her to leave because he leaves too. Uh, my buddy Zach is in. You know, Zach is. He's an outdoorsy dude. He's handy. He just put railings on my steps like while we were sitting here. Somebody drove through those. Like I, I, I don't want to give out all the names. So I don't want people to stop working. I don't want them to think they've made it. And now they don't learn anything. Like I need, I need people who know how to fish, hunt, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, you know, bandage a, a, an injury. You know what I mean? And I need some people who are going to make some tough decisions. Yeah, look at you, bandage it right up there. No, you, you're that out. That was not good. You're out. The, the reason guys would be on my my zombie survival team is twofold. He can survive on Skittles and beer, and has, and he's he's kind of he's he's kind of awkward. So I figure if I trip him real quick, I'll be able to get away from the zombies. So <laughs> take um, that one. But no, like my, so she did something today that I literally gave her like, you're going to give your kids this look. You might do it at this age where it's like, oh, oh, be, don't be, don't, don't fall for that. You're smarter than that. Stop it. So the people over at my, my day job over at Tech East uh, edited our logo. So my guy, Paulie over there, who used to work on picks like a hundred years ago, took the LeVac and Gaz logo, blew up Gaz, put it on top, shrunk LeVac down to next to nothing. And it was Gaz and Levac, and then hung it all over the office. So I posted a picture on on like multiple social media. Is like, not sure I like the new logo. You know, thanks for the support for my friends here at Tech. And um, just went about my day. I even put hashtag Levac and Gaz just in case because I, you know, whatever. Because there were some people like, oh man, you're on the radio. Like I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know you. You really think the show is Gaz and Levac, and you know, had had the world broken differently, maybe it would have been. But it's Levac and Gaz. My daughter texts me angry. Why is your name so small on the new logo? And I went, and I went, I went, sweetie, that's a joke. The show has always been. So I sent her the new one, and she's like, oh, okay, sorry. I mean, the kid's been working on a lot of stuff. And <laughs> she was, you were about to get cut, dude. You were about to catch it. You were, there was going to be a, a, a nurse in training outside that window about to take you out. Now I'm very concerned about what's happened over the last few months and Years said your poor daughter's been affected by this. Where I was like, "Oh no! What did what did God do to her? 
What has happened? What has she got in her poor dad's brain? Is this how Fox runs over there? Because that's been your thing. Like the the VAT big bold letter name, and then Goss. You could go look at the old CBS six Upstate Sports Edge with Kelly O'Donnell. I'm not talking Chet or Brittany or Gardner or AJ, who's there now. Way back in the mid 2010s, making us feel old. Like that was the shtick. Like that was our thing. Yeah. Yep. So that was your joke. They stole a joke. Just a joke. Right. But like. She, when she was really little, I was the producer on a country uh, radio station, a morning show. Nah, they're not. It's Sean and Richie. They're not on anymore. Um, and she used to get mad when she was little that my name wasn't on the show. So I used to tell her that like there was two reasons I didn't care my name wasn't on the show. One, it wasn't great. Uh, and two, it was on the check. And that was where it belonged. <laughs> but no, it was always, we always had a blast on when, the show. When, did, show. when did your daughter realize what you did for a living? Um, when she was little and she met Barney. Like age. Uh, probably, probably three, three or four. She didn't know what it was, but she knew it got her access. And she, and that's the only thing she's ever cared about with it. She's, she's texting me three times a day during this show in knowing full well, I'm not going to answer her during a show, but text me during the show. Cause she doesn't know I'm on and she's not going to listen. And it, so, but when she was like three, maybe almost four, um, was it the Pepsi at the time? I don't know. Times Union Barney came. And I got tickets, and we got she got a meet and greet with Barney. Oh, 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 I love you, you love me, and like that was that was like one of those ones where like that's probably the last time she's ever looked at me in awe. Like this is so cool. Like a month later, we went to Sesame Street, and the thing just starts. Bert and Ernie come out, and she gets up and goes, "Come on!" I'm like, "You want to leave here in the bathroom? What do you want? No, I want to go meet Bert." She thought we could just go meet whoever <laughs> at that point. So that was like that was probably it. Rex is finally starting to realize what I do for a living. Now, he was alive when it was radio. We'll call it traditional, non-traditional, back to traditional media. He goes, dad talks into a microphone like this. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, well, well, blah, blah, blah. I've got some hot cakes, kid. Don't you listen to the show? And just talking into a microphone. So that's what he knows I do for a living now, talks into a microphone. I'm glad you brought up the sports thing, though, with the comparison there with your daughter. Bells, because there's like a weird shift now going on, especially in the professional landscape of sports, and especially for a New York sports fan. Because now with everybody good, the Knicks are good, the Giants were a playoff team, the Jets could be back in the playoffs this season, the Bills are going to be knocking on the door for a Super Bowl. I don't have to run through all the New York teams. They're all in a really good spot. Yankee fan, relax. Like, there's some seasons still left to play here. But I don't know when this, 30 years? 25? Levesque, it's been a long time that if you are a father, a mom, an aunt, an uncle. Hell, if you're just a really young sports fan and you're listening to us, we appreciate you, whether it's on radio or on podcast. This is a great time to be a New York fan, and this is the first time they, younger sports fans, get to realize, oh, so all the New York teams can all be good in the same year? That's pretty cool. It's, it's a rare thing, kids. Don't don't get don't get spoiled. It's It doesn't happen often. It really doesn't. But it always should have. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, like when you think about the money you have, the exposure, and, and the world's a little different now. You don't, there was a point where you had to be on a coast to be famous. You either had to be in California or you had to be in New York. If you lived anywhere else, you couldn't be famous. You would be, you could be like fame adjacent. That was why you always heard people go, well, he really is going to go to New York because he wants, he wants to be a movie star after. Like now there's just as many cameras in Milwaukee as there is in New York because everyone's got one on their phone. Uh, obviously the number's not exactly the same, but the point is you can be famous anywhere now. So it's not the same. Well, it's all about, it's all about hunt. You know what? That 
point you just made, I think, fits perfect with the Aaron Rodgers news over the last few days. Where Aaron Dude, he's Rodgers, everywhere. Right. Aaron Rodgers is everywhere. Look behind you. Ah! <laughs> he's got that weird darkness thing he's got. Ah! What is that? He's, he's, is he with... He looks like he's with... How about... I'm sorry. The Aaron Rodgers thing that drove me insane is he goes to the Rangers game. He goes... I think it was a Knicks game with Alan Lazard. No one mentions Alan Lazard at all. Like it's, oh, look, there's Aaron Rodgers. Who's the guy next to him? No clue. Don't care. Like one of the reasons he's here is Alan Lazard came here. Like he <laughs> he loves playing with that guy. And then yesterday he goes to the to the Knicks game with Sauce Gardner. Like, look at Sauce Gardner and Aaron Rodgers. What the give Alan Lazard his respect. <laughs> Put some respect on the man's name. A lot of fantasy football players out there, I see, not happy about his season last year in <laughs> right. 2022. The next uh, Jordy Nelson or Randall Cobb did not work out that way, or Devontae Adams. Uh, the Rodgers thing, we talk about the media and your focus of 2023. That's not the way it used to be in 1983-73 of markets dictate the popularity of the player. That is officially washed away, and Rodgers is the best example of this, if you even want to argue the point anymore. Because remember where he has come from. The Green Bay Packers. Seriously, take a step back and think, what do you think Green Bay media does every single day? Like, if you were a radio host in Green Bay, do you think we're coming on talking about, I don't know, the Lakers? Probably not opening the show with the Lakers ever during football season. You're not talking a lot of baseball. I'm sure there's some Brewer fans who are super into the team. You're talking about the Packers. 24-7, 365, because it's not just a local following for Green Bay. It's a national following. So do you think Rodgers isn't being peppered with questions from August, November, February, <laughs> May? It's 24-7 Packers. So the idea that like Rodgers is showing up to these press conferences is like, you know, these microphones do look bigger in New York. So, <laughs> there are actually more cameras. I will admit that. You and I have covered training camp for the yeah. Giants and Jets before. Most of the Giants and Jets in Buffalo. That there are really just more media sites out there and covered. So yeah. whether that matters or not, I don't think for a guy like Rodgers, it does. But the attention of this whole branding stuff and everything else, you're right. If you're a good enough athlete and you play at the professional level and you've got a decent social media following, people are going to find you. Randall Cobb found him. Randall Cobb, member of the Jets now. For real? Yep. Wow. Putting the, putting the band back together, it looks like. Um, so, man, I, I'm excited to see. I, I'm excited to see how it, uh, how it comes together for the Jets. I, I have a lot of faith in their front office, the way things are going. I like big game Bobby Sala. I think he's, I think he's a heck of a coach, but I think a lot of people are tired of his act already. But, like, the Giants just feel like everybody's sweetheart, which I think could bite him in the butt fast. Like, I think I think the Jets have have the opportunity to, like, I think people will go, all right, growing pains. They'll give him time during the season. I think everyone has started to expect so much from Brian Dable and everybody that if they start slow, it could be it could get ugly fast in the media, which I don't know if he cares, but we'll, we'll see how how that goes right there. Um, LeVac and Gaz, 95.9 FM, 980. 80 a.m. Fox Sports Radio. Sorry, I was looking down my phone. My phone and your phone has been lighting up today, I think, more so than it's been in a long time because we're getting these messages, and maybe your phone just did this as well, from people you and I have worked with sending us Albany Empire news that's happened yeah. like three days ago. I don't know if it's the yeah. algorithm. Well, they just finally started their 4 o'clock press conference. It's 4.30 for you listening yeah, on demand. They just, they just started it. Um, Tony looks like he's at a funeral, all black. Um, and then... Coach Manasseh sitting right next to him. 
I got. I'm telling. I'm telling you the truth because it's out there already. Uh, where's not, David? Where is not at this press conference? So I don't know what that means. I mean, I do, but I'm, I'm holding on to it for a minute. Uh, but it was supposed to be the two of them at this, and no, it's just head coach Tom Manas. So, which, which again, I think if if they listen to what Manas has to say, he will bring stability to what they're doing. I have not known Tony to listen to what anybody has to say, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, if people are sending the list about when people. <laughs> When people were caught, when they were locked out. Thanks, of Joey. Rooms. We got the list, man. Yeah. We love you, Joey, but I'm got like, it. I'm like, uh, dude, that's like four days old. You used to be our producer. We taught you better than that. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, what, what do you make of the social media stuff today that's been out there about some – you mentioned Coach Ware there. I know – I think it was a tweet from Mark was asking about stuff about Coach Ware and Coach Manas to you directly. I'm not sure if you responded to some of that I don't that know stuff. if I saw it. Um, okay. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah. If you don't, I'll, I got yeah. it here. Mark on Twitter just wrote it and said – uh, how do you guys feel, Levac and Goss, about what a reporter locally, I'll edit that, reporter locally is saying about firing Coach Manas was a former ownership decision? Um, it's not not true. It's I, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds in some of this stuff, but there were, there were reasons. It was, I'll call it a collaboration, to be honest with you. Like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't just, it was, Antonio Brown did not just fire Coach Manas. That, that's not what happened. If we're being clear, Ryan wants to know: Is it true the reports that I'm reading that two kids have signed to play wide receiver and DB, and they're wearing trench coats to the game? <laughs> he's saying like two kids sitting on top of each other in a trench coat, so they look like they're taller. <laughs> oh, is that what he's doing? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought mean, it was like a cape situation, like a Batman. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I, I definitely, like I said, the um, the the smaller dudes that they were that they were signing definitely gave me gave me reason to believe that they might be some small children involved. It's possible. I have a follow-up here from another local story that's coming out there from reports, too. Yesterday in the Top 4 and 4, we talked about how the College of St. Rose had made a decision to change basketball coaches. Coach Mike Perno no longer there. The legendary coach, Coach Brian Bury, who stepped away in 2018. Now the head coach again in 2023, five years after his retirement. Some reports have suggested that Coach Perno stepped away because he was burned out. He... Believed that the college basketball landscape because of the transfer portal had changed. And that's the reason he decided to step away. Do you think that makes sense? Again, you and I not following up yet for two coaches we've had. We'll take the penalty on that. It's been an insane few days. But what do you make of that potentially as coaches stepping away from the game because of how the transfer portal is affecting the sport? It's, it's changed everything. Like you used to have to recruit incoming players. Now you have to recruit incoming players. You have to recruit other teams' players, and you have to you have to both recruit and counter recruit your own players. Like, guys, you could. I have to if you're my starting center, and you're playing out of your shoes. Great. I can't just go get you a team to go around you. I now have to recruit you while you're already on my roster, so that somebody doesn't give you a call and put you in the transfer portal. Like it's it is it's got to be insane. I believe Adam Schinder had that story. If he didn't, there you go, Schinder. There's some love. I know there's some funny back and forth uh, giving people credit and giving love. Schinder, I'll give you the report on that. I believe from the Daily Gazette he was the first one to have that, and Coach Beery is now back in there. And St. Rose has dealt with transfers in their own way. If you're a Division II player where St. Rose plays that, and a player wants to go to the D1 level, great. Like That's the, the changing landscape of what's going down involving all of those things at that level. And also one other thing to note, Matt Gage, Sienna, former pitcher, 
made his debut at the Houston Astros. So really cool stuff. Nice. Right? So a lot of cool old stuff you, going on as well. It is. It is definitely. I will say, and I know we we mentioned this in the past. There is, for lack of a better term, a vibe of Capital Region Sports where you can kind of, you can see. There's there's opportunity that maybe maybe we didn't feel like they had here in in the past. Like it's it's really it's really great to see all these guys who, you know, whether it be Shaker or or Shen or Saratoga or Colony or whatever. Like they're getting these shots at a pro level. It, baseball seems to be like the main place that that our athletes are excelling to. But it's it's cool. It's got to be one of those deals. Like when you're playing, I think every kid at a certain age thinks I'm going to play in the majors one. Like, you know, when you're in your backyard and you're, hit, you're throwing the ball up in the air and hitting a home run or whatever, I'm going to play in the major one day. But, like, there's a point where, whether you admit it or not, realistically, you don't think that's possible. And then you look at now and it's like, well, Tommy Kingley went to Shaker. I go to Shaker. You know, why, why can't I do what, what, what Tommy K is doing? Like, why can't – so I think it's, it's got to be great. It's got to be great to see that and to realize that the possibilities actually exist. You know, if you work hard, take your vitamins, say your prayers. Yeah, and especially this past year. Like the 2023 Major League Baseball draft, I want to make sure I get the number correct. I believe it was six. Six players were draft 2022. 2023 draft hasn't happened. But 2022 draft, everybody was getting... uh, Michael Kennedy from Troy got picked by the Pirates early. Luke Gold from Boston Spa. We had so many players getting picked. It's incredible. Uh, this uh, Gilderland High School player got picked up by the Rangers. Think about that. Like f- more than a handful of Capital Region connections, whether it be the college or the high school level, getting picked up. Such a great thing and have that type of baseball connection. And players like Gage and Ian Anderson, all these players who have had success at the Major League level, have been a big reason for that. Does this mean that Tommy Journalist? Is going to start hanging out at all the local ball fields, just trying to get kids' numbers. Because if it does, everybody, I just want you to know, it's only so you can call them if they become famous. He's not, <laughs> he's not there for any nefarious reason. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Although I'm sure my life will slowly start developing into me hanging out more at little league parks and watching your kid grow up and go through the system and everything else, from t-ball to coach pitch and everything else. Dan Keeney, by the way, was the name of that player from Gilder and who signed with the Rangers. I should know that because I did that piece for CBS 6. and Shout out to him <laughs> doing his thing. So, yeah, all good stuff for that across the Capital Region landscape. Very, very, very cool. Um, we, we're going to do our first guest coming up. There's a lot of anticipation here, LeVac, because I would say guess it's, it's a privilege to be guest number one. Is it not? I mean, there's rumors all over the internet. Dove, a.k.a. Dove Kleeman, was going to be the first guest. You started that rumor. Uh, Coach Will Brown, there was a rumor out there that he was going to be the first guest. You started that rumor. Vontez Burfitt. I might have started that rumor. So we're <laughs> I actually get- talked to somebody today that's trying to get me in touch with him. We can't confirm or deny any of those people may or may not be picking up the phone next. I feel like we should have hyped him up on social media and revealed his identity before he called in. But you know what? We were selfish and we decided not to. So, <laughs> sorry. No no, no clues. I'm not even going to give a clue who's don't calling Don't even tease it no, forward? I don't even want to tease it forward. Right. How about that? The first interview guest in LeVac and Gaz right here, Fox Sports 95.9 and 98. But before we get to our first guest, LeVac, Elevation 10,000 is going to be where our guest joins us on the phone lines. Elevation 10,000, our phone lines, if you ever want to connect, whether you want to call into the show, whether, maybe, who knows, maybe you're a guest and you have a great guest idea for us, 
Our phone line is 518-690-0980. They're going to help you elevate your brand. Elevation 10,000. They continue to elevate brands across the Capital Region. And you listening right now, it can happen to you next. Right? A hundred percent. I mean, the situation is this. Whether you need apparel for your office, apparel for your store, you need your team store built online, whatever it is you need, they're the people that are going to help you do it. Uh, Dave and his staff, I go in, I go, this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. There's never a moment where they go, we don't do that. It's always, we can either do it, we'll teach ourselves how to do it, or we'll bring in someone who can help you do it. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. This report is sponsored by Blindster.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-587-5063. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-587-5063 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-587-5063 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-587-5063. That, that hit was so hard, man. That was a bro- I was jamming. Was, I saw you were jamming. I thought, jamming our, I thought our speakers were going to blow out, man. Oh, we'll get in trouble. Oof. We're not. We're borrowing a room. We can't do that. Is Coach Gleason okay on the other side <laughs> no, there? My that's God. What, that's what you, he better be because um, last I was wondering, is that my lead-in? Is that the theme song? Which one is that? Is that the theme song or is that my lead-in? It's as much a theme song as we could have because it, it's loud, irrational, and made no sense, just like the show. Um, head, head coach of the Siena Men's Lacrosse team, Leon. Gleason is with us, and uh, you're coming off the, the big victory over Sacred Heart. You're getting ready to take on the Jaspers. This, this lacrosse team, the last time we got to talk to you, you were just kind of getting your feet under you. How do you feel yeah. about where you've taken this team? And it's been pretty quick. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're excited with where we're at, for sure. I, you know, it, it did. It, I start, This is my year five. It doesn't feel that way with you know some of the things that happened in between there. But um, last year – making the playoffs for the first time since 2014 was a big step for the program. And, and then this year, you know, believe it or not, kind of a, bit of a little bit of an asterisk here, but it was our first home and playoff game ever. Wow. Um, and some of that is because uh, they used to have some predetermined sites. But uh, first home playoff game ever, and we got the win. So uh, that's, that's, a, that's another step in the right direction and a big one for the program. Usually those numbers, four, five, six, as you continue to build a program, that's kind of the goal of the head coach is, I want this program to be at this spot. How have you been able to build it? Is it recruiting? Is it culture? Those words that coaches love to hear that from year yeah. one to now, looking back now, seeing that improvement. I mean, you nailed it. It's definitely a little bit of well, a lot of things, but, you know, uh, the culture – you know, this is a year where I think, um, you know, every year you're working on culture, but this is a year where I really feel like we've, we've gotten to a spot where I've been aspiring to get to. Um, 
and recruiting is, is, you know, it's the lifeblood of your program. We got some great talent in the in the program, especially at the younger younger ages. And these guys are, uh, you know, they're, they're they came to Siena because they want to win a championship, and uh, they're certainly putting putting us in a really good spot to to achieve that goal this year. We got the uh, Siena men's lacrosse coach Liam Gleason with us. He's a he's a friend of the show, and the show's new, so that should just tell you how good of a guy Absolutely, he is. The, the man, first guest. Hear you guys on the radio again. I'm I'm, I'm pumped to hear it. I, well, we're pumped too because again, like this is. I got is... a new preset, man. I got a new preset. Hey, I appreciate you. Look at that, I'm, I, and I apologize <laughs> already. But, um, <laughs> but like this is this is a situation where like you know, you've you've been a part of every lacrosse program in this area at some point. So I, I mean, I know we knew that that you would get to a point where you're you know you're challenging for the MAC title and you're doing those things. But, but what is what is your team like? I know we've we've seen like. You know, there's offensive teams, there's defensive teams, there's this. What what is Siena lacrosse like? What what when somebody goes and sees them, they expect to see what? You know, I think we're we, you know I don't want to be as cliche as I can, right? But I do think we have a really good balance this year. Um, I, I, we, we, as far as postseason recognition, we probably got a little bit more postseason recognition with with our defensive players. But I do think this is one of my most most balanced offenses I've I've had since I've been at Siena. Um, the guys really, they play the best when they're sharing the ball. There's really not like a one alpha guy. You know, I had my time at Albany where we had Lyle Thompson and Connor Fields and guys like that. They, you know, the ball had to get to their stick. This team, when, when you know, we're having success, it's because they're playing great team offense and they're sharing the ball. And, um, and, and I think that's been, you know, one of the more uh, – one of the bigger reasons why we've had success in offense is teams got to figure out who, who you're going to try to shut down this game, and if you do, who else is going to hurt you? Um, so, but defense is is still one of our um, our bigger strengths. We got you know three three all MAC guys down there that are uh, that are really anchoring us and doing a great job. Do you feel like right now your team is playing the best it's played all season heading into this matchup? No doubt, no doubt. Listen, we've been we've been playing playoff lacrosse now for you know about three weeks. We we dropped some early ones. Uh, no, I shouldn't say early. Middle 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 of the schedule, the ones where we had you know a couple injuries, a couple things didn't go our way, um, and we we put in the spot where you know we knew how to get some wins at the end of the season. And it just so happens that we had to play the top two seeds in the MAC with Manhattan and Mount, and uh, the boys showed up and we got a W down in Manhattan um, a couple weeks back, and then. Hosted Mount uh, the next week, got a win there, and you know put ourselves from playing to get in um, to getting the number four seed. So, and then taking down Sacred Heart last week. So, to me, it's like we're we're already playing playoff across. Our guys are pretty comfortable right now with where they're at. You know, maybe uh, having our backs up against the wall is what you know we needed. And uh, right now, we're we're hitting on all cylinders. You, know, you can ask thirty different coaches this question. You might get thirty different answers. Is it harder or easier to beat a team that you just beat? You know, it's it's I, I you know for me it's not really a thing because every team's going to adjust, right? So you know when we played Manhattan, we had a lot of success. We did a good job on the defensive end. We held on the six, and we were able to get ten in there. And you know, but at the same time, they're going to adjust, and so are we. You know, some of the things we did that game, we you know we wanted to do better, and so we, we've made some adjustments. So it, it, it's the same message I had last week against Sacred Heart. We beat Sacred Heart this year at home, and we were hosting them again in the first playoff game, and. Hey, listen, last time's outing means nothing. You know, it's about just being the best Seattle lacrosse team we can be that day. And, uh, and our guys are really bought into that. You know, it's, coaching is cliches, man. You get so many of them out there, and it's like it's just making sure the guys buy into the right ones. And, 
right now our guys are, are believing in each other. They're believing in um, the coaching staff, and you know they, they want to keep, keep it going. One of the cool parts about Siena College is not just the athletic program, but if you are a Siena alum, you're going out and supporting so many different things when it comes to the college. And the alumni base is so proud, and I know they're going to be watching and rooting on the Saints Absolutely. and your squad and your team. But you also have players that leave your program and go on and do great things. And one of those players is Jake Marcus, who now works with LeVac and I here at I. Can we get a scouting report of what our sales team here at iHeartMedia is going to be prepared for with a former Seattle lacrosse player on our roster now? Oh, my God. Jake is a stud. Um, knowing you two, you guys are going to love him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can hang with you guys all day. Uh, he's, he's a great, great young man, and he's, uh, he, you know, he was – he was a good player for us. I came in, he was already on the squad, and he's one of the guys I initially, you know, took to. He, uh, right away, he, he made an impression on me, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy he's doing well with you guys. And, you know, he, he was the first one to reach out to me and say, hey, listen, I, we got Levesque and God back on the radio. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let, me get, let, me get, let me get talking to these guys. So, uh, that's really it's really cool to hear that uh you know he's with you guys too. Now he you said that he made an impression on you. He is hiding because he has an impression of you that he would not debut here oh, on the show. Come on. So he would not give it up. And I see that laugh by coaches, if I heard the impression, he'd be running sprints right now. Jake was very afraid to debut it. So coach, we'll do this. If you guys keep winning and we might see some conference big things happen. We will force Jake to give the impression, and we will yeah, celebrate well, we're all together. Make, we're going to make him do it. That's right. He and he will to. run sprints, too. Like, all that will still happen. Oh, listen, I'm, coming, I'm coming to the studio that day, and yes. we'll, uh, we'll see what, we're, what it's all about. Let's go. How, how can I trust him to go into a high-leverage, stressful sales position situation if he's not tough enough to, you know, impersonate a coach he doesn't even play for anymore? <laughs> I, Come on. I, you know what? That's, I think that's got to be a requisite for him to continue. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. I, I want it known. He gets none of my clients. None of them. All right. That's it. I got you. <laughs> Coach, good luck. Well, actually, don't, yeah, oh, make yeah, sure one more for you. ES, ESPN Plus, yeah. Saturday, 7 o'clock. You guys take on the Jaspers. Uh, uh, just, Thursday, tomorrow. Oh, actually, it's tomorrow Thursday? 7 o'clock. So oh, my goodness. Thursday, thank, God I, thank, yeah. God I, thank God I said it. <laughs> Thursday, 7 o'clock. Oh, Thursday, 7. Yeah, okay. Thursday, yeah, 7. Okay. I, you know what? I was looking ahead. I, I blame Jake Marcus. Jake no, Marcus got us I all did, flustered. What I happened? did what you're not supposed to do. I looked what ahead happened? to the championship game. That's uh, what I did. Yeah, yeah. be That's careful, back. Yeah. That's what I did. Uh, all right, so Thursday, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, ESPN+. Plus. Uh, you can watch and support. Coach, uh, just a quick preview of how the styles match up against each other. Not not telling who's going to win, just who, how do the styles match. Yeah. Well, you know, Manhattan's a very well-coached team. They're very disciplined. Um, you know, for us, it's, uh, it, it's really just staying focused on our game plan because they're not going to really, you know, do, they haven't really done too much out of the ordinary. They really stick to who they are. And when they're playing well, they're, they're you know, one of the top teams in the MAC, and that's why they're the number one seed. So for us, it's just focusing on winning our one-on-one matchups. And that's, you know, where we had some success last time. So, you know, our, our, our confidence is high there, and hopefully we can just keep this thing going. Coach Gleason, man, we wish you the best of luck, and you know, um, win or lose, we booze. Guys is buying us beers, That's no matter right, what. Man. It's, great, it's great to hear from you guys. I'm excited to be back on the show with you, and, and we're looking forward to many more. The studio doors are open to you. Appreciate it, Coach, and good luck. All right, you guys, take care. There he goes, Coach Gleason, Sienna Men's Lacrosse. Like it's, he is one of there's there's people that when you see them, they instantly make you smile because he's just a good like when he walks into a room, he's bringing positive energy with him. And, you know, met him the first time when he was on the UAlbany staff with, with Scotty Marr. 
continued our relationship with him when he went over and took over his own program in Siena. And it doesn't matter what's happening around. He keeps positive energy coming. And you just you can't put a, a strong enough value on people who can do that. If you are a young lacrosse player here in the Capital Region or listening across upstate New York, that's somebody I want to play for. Because you and I have had those conversations with a microphone open, talking about sports, talking about the program. But I have just as much fun when it's before the interview and after the interview, just getting to know him as a person. Like when you're practicing and prepping for a season and you're a kid who's coming from out of town, like we were just messing with Jake, but Jake's not from here. Jake's not from New York. The fact that he traveled basically across the country to come play for Siena Lacrosse shows what Coach Gleason's been able to do with that program. And I'm so, I know you feel the same way I do. That late 2010 decade there for Siena Lacrosse, people looked at it like, boy, they got a ways to go. It's yeah. not in the spot they needed to be. There's so many other programs at the high school level and the college level are having more success. And to see where they are now, what could happen over the next few days, so excited for that program. Absolutely. And, and again, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you say the right thing to your friend when he takes over a program, but you, you just go, I, I, the former coaching staff was good. Like, is this going to be, is it, is it possible? And, you know, semifinals of the MAC tournament, hopefully the finals, you know, and we'll keep it rolling with the, with the Saints right down the road uh, from us here at uh, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. We're up against the clock right now, so I'm going to go quick with our best bets of the night. I have two in baseball. I know basketball is taking the spotlight with the Sixers and the Celtics. I got two for baseball tonight. Boston Red Sox coverage starts for us at 6-10. Take the... Under in that game tonight, nine and a half. I don't see how they're getting to 10 runs with both lineups they're putting out there tonight at Fenway Park. I, nine and a half, it just doesn't make any sense to me with both these teams still trying to find out where they can end up in the AL East and not playing the best baseball by any stretch in that division. I would take nine and a half and then I'd flip it over to the National League. Braves, Marlins, Kyle Wright has been struggling so far for the Braves and that pitching staff supposed to be the strength of Atlanta. Braxton Garrett, lefty. 1-0. I like the Marlins' money line tonight. Is it because I picked up Braxton Garrett in my <laughs> terrible fantasy baseball league? I'm not answering all your follow-up questions, Levac. Oh. Give me the Marlins tonight with the lefty on the mound to upset the Braves at home. 641st pitch in that one. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to steal a same-game parlay from uh, from my wagering account because I saw it out there, and I like it. I'm going to go Yankees' money line. I'm going to go a uh, hit for Anthony Rizzo and Anthony Volpe. So, so doubling it up, plus 270, same game parlay, Yankees money line, Rizzo, Volpe, hits. I feel good about it, plus 270. Let's rock and roll with that one. And I know that our friend Ryan the, uh, is, is somewhere keeping track of all this. He put together you know, the, the sheet of accountability. Love it. And uh, it was nice of somebody to actually pay attention to what we were doing and do some work around it because I knew it wasn't going to be me at all. That just wasn't That's too ambitious for me. We both hit yesterday. Yeah, you you had Knicks money line. I had Knicks Yankees money line. I'm 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 being greedy. I'm parlaying too much. I know that already, but I'm going to keep rolling with it because it worked last night. So that that's our best bets for today. Tomorrow's show we get out early because of the the oh no not early later you're sticking around you have to do the red sock pregame maybe a 505 or 507 sign off tomorrow for levac guys mr pinstripe pants himself i don't i don't give us a red we'll hit zombie nation and everything else tomorrow you can't do that you can't do any of that but uh I'll, i'll be here tomorrow for at least some of the show i will run out screaming before that happens uh, you, you, you filthy Sox fans will not get that out of me. But we will be here tomorrow. Make sure you tune in and hang out with us. It is LeVac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio. 
One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional partners...